Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, you know what time it is, DraftKings Sportsbook time. Who is an official sports betting partner of the NFL? DraftKings is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost uh, with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I like to do uh, parlays when watching my football team taking the under on any yardage total and the under on any anytime touchdown scorer. That's just me and my team, though. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And if you celebrate another holiday, this is not the podcast for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is a. To reiterate what Dabo Swinney said, this podcast was built on the NIL, God's name, (laughs) image, and likeness. That's right. Christ centered Uh, podcast. (laughs) <laughs> always has been always will be we uh faith family football here first uh actually fam- family's third family let's be honest faith family football family yeah Ooh, that's uh i like that <laughs> we need to do one of those because how long is it going to take for someone to catch on that we put family below <laughs> those yeah. two other things um it's a good it's like subtle enough that it'll it could take a while it could take a bit wait wait, you actually have football in front of family yes yeah let's not pretend like most head coaches in america don't prioritize football over their family yeah i mean it's their living but uh i guess a lot of their families suffer because of football (laughs) yeah uh dad this is the seventh city we've lived in in seven years when is it gonna stop when I become a better coach, <laughs> my fucking teams win. Yeah, I mean, you don't think about that, but God, like the the number of like the turnover in in coaches 
especially yeah. when you're not a head coach, like a college assistant, you don't make that much money and you're, you're probably living in like student housing in random universities, raising a family for years. Yeah. Not everybody is coach from Friday night lights, man. No, that's no, but high school coach in Texas sounds like a pretty good gig. Yeah. As long probably as you're good. High paying. <clears throat> as long as you're able to get like the, the high schoolers that are out of district, but you finagle your way to get them for your school. Yeah. Yeah. Through any means necessary. Yeah. To, I, uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was just say I accidentally quit football at the perfect time at my high school. Um, when was that? It was uh, after my freshman year. Because like the next year I would have been playing, it would have been like on the varsity and the, the our school brought in like this new coach and wow. he brought in like his guy to be the quarterback and uh like before that they wanted me to play quarterback and then i i refused and i think like i would have went in with this expectation of maybe i was going to be you know playing for quarterback mm -hmm. but i avoided just uh a coach who would had no interest in me and brought in his like six foot two prototype dude. The team still was not very good, but uh, I'm glad I quit before I knew any of that would happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, that's like the same time I stopped playing football too, mostly because I just wasn't all that good. I was um, too good, but. Do you guys not have a, a freshman or a JV team? We had freshman team. Okay. But... I just went straight to varsity. There was a JV. I'm just saying oh. I wouldn't have been on JV. Oh, you would have been on varsity. Oh, and I don't mean that as like a brag, but our fucking team was horrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, like if, if I could have, they probably would have put me on yeah. freshman as a sophomore. I should have been playing on varsity as a freshman. There's like three or four of us that should have been trying to help our shitty ass uh, varsity team. There was like <clears throat> two guys though on that team that were – they were men. They were like thinking yeah. back at that. I was like, how are those guys in high school? And how did we still suck? But I guess every school probably like had that, a couple guys that are. Did you see that 12 year old? Yeah. Those, it was like two of those guys, but yeah. like, uh, just completely ripped, like six foot two, and they're built like grown men. And somehow our team still sucked. Yeah, we had a couple of those guys too, but I think the problem, because we had like a six six wide receiver who was incredible uh, as a freshman, and um, just like some a couple of like corn fed dudes. But I think the problem is like some of these guys peak physically too early. Yeah, like you want to like because we're looking at uh today's like National Signing Day for uh, college football and well all college athletics <laughs> and. See, like some of the sizes of the kids, like got a lot of growing to do. And it's pretty like incredible. Like they, they get these guys when they're still like, you know, 160 pounds. Yeah. Like, Those right, are the guys you want. Red shirt, and, red shirt and gain 25 pounds, 30 pounds a year. Yeah. Get those guys because the guys who are, are already football size by like sophomore year, uh, they're accustomed to being the strongest, biggest, fastest person for a, they yeah. get a little too long, I think. 
definitely unless they're like lebron james or the exception but uh, i think there's some merit to that yeah i I think uh being like undersized or just like not a monster when you're growing up forces you to focus on the fundamentals and do the little things really well and uh yeah, and sometimes when you're just a beast, like oh, I don't need to practice footwork or yeah, and I or anything like that. I'm just gonna be better than people. Yeah. Which, like, like you said, sometimes like you're Bo Jackson or LeBron James, and you are a freak athlete compared to literally everyone on earth. Um, yeah. but the higher you get in football, like everybody's like that at a certain point. Yeah, if you're like six foot eight at twelve. <laughs> Uh, yeah. you're going to be a big man, even when everybody catches up to you. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, uh, shout out to my, my college team, Nevada. They signed Jack's Leatherwood from Ooh. San Diego today. I just thought it was funny that, and I texted you because so Nevada has a six, seven quarterback, six, eight quarterback, six, nine quarterback who's graduating. Um, and obviously the Broncos have had Is Brock John Elway running Nevada, Paxton Lynch, uh, and who am I forgetting? Um, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, yeah, Brock. But I don't know why all the tall quarterbacks gravitate to my teams. It's yeah, I, I, I said you're the curse. I might be, yeah. Before, wait, did we start working together when the Broncos brought on Paxton Lynch? I think that was before us. Oh, uh, okay. I was at Dang, uh, I can't put it all on level. you. Can't put before us. Yeah. Pre, pre, pre uh, us. um, we will okay, get to <laughs> what I said. We would have had fun with Paxton Lynch, though. Oh, I was excited about it, but too. yeah, I said, okay, we got a quarterback. Um, anyway, we're gonna get to the game picks, and there's not a lot to talk about Broncos wise. Uh, Cortland Sutton's no. back practicing finally. Russell Wilson should play this weekend, correct? On he Christmas. will play. Russell Wilson is going to play on Jesus's birthday. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't fucking win, everybody should stop practicing Christianity. Will more because... than more than half the team show up for Jesus's birthday? Oh, that dang right. Uh, God doesn't exist if Russell Wilson loses on Christmas, especially That's if he's playing Baker true. Mayfield, yeah. the Antichrist himself. <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely like if. If we don't win this, then that's proof God is not on our side and possible proof that he's just, like you said, there is no God. Yeah. If he was playing another quarterback that was very into Jesus, then I'd say like, okay, but he's playing Baker Mayfield. Yeah, like Deshaun Watson or somebody like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was hoping, honestly, that the the Rams and Baker – looked a little better against the the Packers. Mm. But we, we kind of talked about it before that game where we thought like Baker was not going to play very well um, with more time with Sean McVay because it felt right. like they benefited from the surprise element of Baker coming in. And they did not play well against the Packers. In, in one hand, that's that's good for the Broncos because I think the win is easier. But I was really looking, I was hoping for the matchup to be just maybe kind of sneaky good. Like you got this story of Baker playing well with the Rams. They still have their flaws, their injuries. 
the Broncos get Russ back. We just saw their offense kind of work against the Cardinals. Maybe we get a good game here, but it feels like the Broncos should beat the Rams the same way they beat the Cardinals. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of belly aching that the Broncos are, are playing on Christmas. Good. Even though, yeah, we had our like, you know, we had our primetime game against the Chiefs flexed out. And that ended up ended up being a very good game, actually. Yeah, sorry guys. We're playing our best football when nobody's watching. Um, but I after the last two weeks, like I'm not dreading this anymore. Um, I will have probably less than my usual amount of attention on the game or you when i think about it maybe more maybe more because um it's a great excuse to not talk to family um (laughs) so i could see it going either way but uh i'm definitely not dreading it i think the offense is starting to click a little bit i think hackett said that himself that it's taken a little while but um you know the offense is meshing under clint kubiak after a few weeks um, and you can see that with, you know, just the the final results, the the output, scoring over twenty points two yeah. weeks in a row. Um, so yeah, I think I agree with you. Like I, I'm actually pretty optimistic about this game. Yeah, kind of like the benchmark I'm looking for is what the Packers scored twenty four. Yeah, against, I like, think so. If if the Broncos can score 27, 28 against the Rams, you got Hackett's old offense. Now, the Packers kind of just – they gave up some points at the end of the game. They could have scored more in theory. They tried at first. uh, Watson – I believe it was Watson – didn't know Rodgers was going to throw to him or some shit. Yeah, that was Watson. So, 30. I think the if the Broncos can score 30 on the Rams, it's Hackett's old offense, the old scheme, his new area where they're working – all of a sudden, I got I got a little bit of optimism about this uh, football offense, Will. Yeah, I mean, and you combine that with, and we don't know who's at the advantage here because so you had Dwayne Stukes, the special teams coach. He's he was on the Rams last year, won a Super Bowl. Jiro Evero, mm-hmm. he was at the Rams last year. Uh, they know each other. Like mm. Sean McVay knows these guys. Uh, I suppose these guys know Sean McVay as well. So it's always interesting. And I know Hackett said something about this too, but like you don't want to like rely too much on your coach's prior experience with another coach. Like you don't want to say, okay, Evero's going to tell us everything that Sean McVay is going to do because Sean McVay knows that Evero knows what he's going to do too. So it's this like, yeah, it's this trade off, you know, <clears throat> mind games. McVeigh had, I think, a pretty funny quote about it where I think they asked him kind of about, you know, going against Evero. And I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, I don't know how they're going to prepare for what we're going to do when I don't know which players we're going to have available every single week. Yeah. And I wish I was joking about that. (laughs) Like, uh, it's hard to prepare when you are making so many changes based on injury. And. The Rams and Broncos are, I think, both top five, bottom five. I don't know what you'd call it for injuries right now. I tweeted, I retweeted the Fox's bus rankings. And this is from week 14. 
But Broncos, most injured team, and then it's the Cardinals, and then it's the Chargers, then it's the Rams. So they're all they're both in the same boat where it gets a little t- tougher to do a, a full game plan based on like that experience if they're inserting all sorts of different guys to fill roles. So interesting that two of those teams play at SoFi. Oh, I don't know. Little, I have no idea. That's kind of reckless speculation. A little, on my a little part, turf spec? A little turf spec? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just saying. I think the – the because the Cardinal Stadium, that's grass, right? I think so, yeah. I, that was one of the smartest things a stadium did where they have the field, they just can roll it in, right? They can grow mm-hmm. – two separate fields so they always have like good turf like that was a big story about it when they did it. it's like why the fuck didn't all these other stadiums that are new do the exact same thing it's a great question like wish i knew more but uh yeah i mean who knows too and that's not it's not everything but it sounds it sounds like the players are are really in favor of natural uh grass and yeah yeah Hopefully, sounds it. like the players are going to demand uh, natural grass on all all stadiums at the next collect, collective bargaining bargaining agreement, and they're going to get it, but they're going to give up something yeah. far more costly. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> the classic um, it's the classic like keg of beer for uh, the dental plan. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite clips. So good. So, so long, dental plan. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely that was like the um, getting to wear single digit jerseys yeah. versus another uh, game added on to the end of the schedule. Yeah. You can have your grass fields, but the NFL is now going to be 18 weeks long. Yeah. (laughs) So 19. So you're going to play 18 games. Yes. I wonder why everybody's getting injured. uh, Each division will now have 10 teams go into the playoffs. (laughs) Each division. Wow. I like it. Conference. Uh, Whatever the fuck it is. Conference is correct. Yeah. And the Broncos still won't get in. Uh, Just kidding. No team will not be in the playoffs. That's the new NFL. I like that. I think you just seed it differently. You know, mm. maybe make the entire regular season a battle for seeding. Yeah, not even for getting into the playoffs. You know, it'd be crazy. It's like the Broncos could be going against like uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, and doesn't matter. Might be able to beat them. We could right. be the worst yeah. team in the AFC, and we might be able to get that win. Yeah, we do play the Chiefs bizarrely hard. <clears throat> yeah. Because we know them so well. Yeah. Just the case for all division rivals, but we have played them play hard and hard. just lost every single time. There's a couple games yeah. they there's like a couple shitty games in the mix there, obviously, but Right. Right. Even that, that first win the Chiefs got, that was it was kind of one of those Mahomes coming out party games for the AFC West, I felt like, where uh, not the very first win. I guess it was the second. Oh, he got the Monday that win. Night one. Yeah, he got his first start and he got the win. Like, who cares? Season was over. But it was the next year. It's like Vaughn almost sacked him 
one or two times and he made these crazy plays and the left-handed pass. Yeah, that too, the left stupid left-handed thing. And then Keenum missing uh Demarius Thomas on that last drive. God oh, damn. Oh. That would have been a good one to have. Case Keesum, you That was bitch. when um the Monday night that was when like Booger was on the Booger mobile. Right. And then Joe Tessitore and Jason Witten. And they were shoving the whole Showtime Mahomes thing down our throat. It was clear like ESPN gave them a memo. It's like, okay, we decided Patrick Mahomes' nickname. It's Showtime. It's yeah, like, exactly. okay, here's Showtime Mahomes. Showtime Mahomes drops back to pass. Showtime. Yeah, I forgot touchdown. about that. Didn't stick. You Did can't force stick. a nickname. No, no. I don't think he has like much of a, a nickname now. No, it's just Mahomes. It's just Mahomes. It's like only, uh, I guess it's only like, Mahomes. Only Mahomes, yeah. That was like the thing Collinsworth gave him. Yeah. He's like Prince. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a symbol. Yeah. He's it sucks because he is he's just so fucking good. Uh I wonder like because he's good the same way like Russell Wilson was good early in his career. Yeah. People don't want to draw that comparison, but it's true. Mahomes probably has like a little bit better of an arm. Uh, He's a more like maybe. elastic arm in that. Yeah, can... it's it's bendable like like yeah. Von Miller. He throws for more angles. Like that's the only thing you see. Uh, but like watch old Russell Wilson footage and the way he escapes sacks and pressure. It's very similar to Mahomes. And I wonder how Mahomes' game will evolve when that part of his game gets harder for him. I don't know when that time will be, but it it caught up to Russ. Like that's like, if you want to be honest about one of big Russ's struggles is he can't do fucking magic every third play when he's under pressure. He can do it a couple times a game, but yeah. (laughs) yeah. My memory of Russ is just snaking backwards through defenses and then throwing, you know, 50 yard bombs. And like Uh, a calculated, he does the same stuff in a calculated way where, you knew that Russell like knew the guy was coming from behind and he was just waiting for the last second to spin yeah. out of it. And he had his spot where he was going to get to on the field and the receiver knew like where he was going to go to. Right. And I think that probably adds to some of our struggles this year where the receivers in Seattle, like they had that chemistry where yeah. they knew and the O-line too, where, okay, Russell's going to get away. He's going to get to here. This is where I need to be. So you have the first play, and then you have the second play, um, all within one. And right yeah. now, they're still figuring out the first play. Let alone, you know, if he does get away from the defense, where to be as a receiver. Right now, they can't remember the first play. It feels <laughs> yeah. <like>. They're <laughs> no, starting to figure it out now. Jerry Judy is like, okay, hold on, I think I have this. And then eventually next year, we'll get to like what happens when he scrambles if he's not like. Uh, even stiffer than he was this year. Yeah. Um, And I think that's probably one of the things Andy Reid's offense is probably most well-coached is for the the second opportunity. Um, Like – Because McNabb had that too in Philly. Yeah. They were good at that. And the other thing Andy Reid's offense does that's so, like, interesting to me is how they use running backs. Like, they're not a running team. But they'll they all all they do it's all about getting the running back touches in different mm-hmm. situations, um, like 
they they that's why the you criticize the Clyde Edwards Alaire pick. It's like you're not going to use that guy probably the way he needs to be used, which is 20, you know, 20, 25 carries a game type of thing. 20 carries a game and you you want him in the passing game, but they're having so much more success like right now with McKinnon and it's just find those fast backs. It's like the Chiefs, just find as many fast players as you can, yeah. can get open. You look at the McKinnon touchdown against the Broncos, like stupid, just a dumb play by good right. athletes. Like McKinnon had was really good in the short passing game last week to, to bail him out. And uh it's like I wish we don't have the the personnel to do that, but they do they use it different. And I think Buffalo wants to do that, but they don't get their backs those kind of opportunities in the short passing game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, cause why, you know, you only get so many plays on offense. It's like, all right, we're going to, we have great wide receivers yeah. we're gonna go down the field and get them the ball. Uh, no, that was interesting though. Like going back to that Edwards, Alaire pick, it's like you did this, um, you know, four months after Damian Williams was like probably the MVP of the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I know it's Patrick Mahomes, but he was probably the best player in that game. And uh, then you're like, okay, we got this guy for nothing, but now we're going to spend a first round pick, you know, a very like the 32nd pick, but still a first round pick on a running back. We should do a video that is the real best football player from the last 20 Super Bowls, 25 Super Bowls or some shit. Every Super Bowl. <laughs> Ray Nitschke. Super Bowl three. It was Max not McGee. Namath. Imagine how many touchdown catches Max McGee would have had if he wasn't insanely hungover that day. He might have had five, <laughs> or maybe zero. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it helped. Speaking of hungover, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> Sober. Do your sports betting sober. DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You know that. Right now, they've got an unbelievable deal. You won't believe the deal DraftKings has got for you today. Just use our code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. It's a huge deal. Okay? Um, All new customers with that code. Bet $5 on any pregame money line wager. And if your bet hits, that's $150 in free bets. But you got to hit. You got to hit that money line wager. And right now on Christmas, I'm feeling good about my home team. And that's uh, that's the one I'd be taking. DraftKings, of course, is safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want, even when Will's not paying attention to what you're saying. I'm to you. Oh, sure, Will. I got you. Sure. I demand your attention at all times. Code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Link in the description. Show notes for details. Restrictions apply. Level up your money. Just gave him a sweet-ass slogan. That was great. Yeah. Well done. So freaking talented. Uh, Okay. Anything else we should address with the Broncos before we do our game pick? <clears throat> Um, yeah, I mean, I would think we should talk about like Ronnie Hillman. Oh, yeah, that's because, very um, sad. Yeah, really sad news. He's in hospice care right now. 
uh, with um, sounds like a pretty rare form of liver cancer. Yeah, which, uh, there's like not a good treatment for it. Yeah, and, and this is like it totally came out of nowhere. I think the first anybody heard of it was um, Orlando Franklin was tweeting about it. Um, so we, you know, we didn't know that he was battling cancer, that he was sick. Um, I knew he had so. some health issues at some point, but not this. Yeah. It just, it, it's so like, it's so jarring and, and really, you know, like we said, just really just sad. Um, when you, you know, you cut straight to like, we don't know how he's doing. And then all of a sudden he's in hospice care. Um, but I don't know. I was thinking we could just kind of like talk about, you know, what he meant to that Super Bowl winning team. And, and yeah, he's kind of one of the, I, I think like unsung heroes of that season or for, you know, players that doesn't get a lot of attention. <clears throat> yeah. Um, because he had, let's see here, one, two, four hundred yard games that year. Uh, a really important one was that final game in San Diego when everything was going wrong, wrong. Yeah. And yeah, uh, when Peyton Manning came like into the game, he was one of the guys that uh, started ripping off, you know, <laughs> runs in that game. Yep. Um, he clinched it basically with a, with a pretty long touchdown in the fourth yeah. quarter. Uh, and he, he was yeah. the, he was the leading rusher on that team. People, you know, your first thought would be, oh, it was probably C.J. Anderson, uh, who was great that year, especially later in the year. But um, no, Ronnie Hillman was the starter for most games that season. Uh, he was the leading rusher. Um, he had some some really, really nice moments. Uh, yeah. You know, like a touchdown run in the snow against New England. Uh, he ripped off like a 78-yarder uh, against the Vikings. Um, early yeah. in the game where he was just the fastest guy on the field. That um, was the, the, the game I was thinking where uh, – I forget what video we just did recently, but I was looking through – like I was trying to pull clips and I was looking at that game. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that run he had in this yeah. game. Probably the 2015 video. Yeah. Well, maybe it was that one. I think it might have been the Brock Osweiler video oh, when I was looking true. through like some shit. But – uh. I was like, I forget how fast Ronnie Hillman was. And he then even, even that, that Green Bay game, he had uh, two touchdowns. And that was yeah. a really – that was a big game on the season. Um, he was so, like, fast getting around the corner yeah. of the defense. And, um, yeah, I mean, he was on that team. He got drafted – I think he was in the second round, second or third round, um, probably the third, from San Diego State. And he was in that class with Derek Wolf and Brock Osweiler. They were all day two picks. Um, and, yeah, he was there the entire Peyton Manning era from 2012 to 2015. And I remember because he was 20 years old when That's he right. was playing his first year as a, a rookie. And it was like a um, – it was like an ongoing joke with me and my brother. Like, when are they going to mention that Ronnie Hillman's only 20 years old? <laughs> like he's like the youngest player in the NFL, which is really crazy. If you think about like where you were at at 20 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, being a, a major contributor uh, 
to a great NFL team. And um, yeah, so, I mean, we obviously, you know, we wish all the best to, to him and his family. And we have, I know I have really fond memories of him as a player. Yeah, if you were, if Andy redrafted him, he'd probably have a thousand receiving yards in a season. Probably, yeah, <laughs> probably, almost definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, so uh, it's just. Again, it's unfortunate it's really too. It's like, it, it's like a year after Demarius Thomas passes away. Exactly. Yeah. It was just kind of shitty. Two guys who were important to to the Broncos and to that that crazy season. It just sucks. Yeah, yeah, and we we wish Good him thing, all the best. And we talked about this before. I had to do DraftKings because if I went yeah, the DraftKings, did not segue well. out of this into DraftKings. Nah, would not be would not have been good. No, no. Should we uh should we pick some games? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up. I keep hitting the wrong buttons. Button mashing, free to play. There it is. Boom. Bam. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. How did we do last week? Ooh, 110 points. Nice. Nice. Yeah. No match for Steve, who reclaims first place. Damn, Steve, Steve, 120. Kevin, 130. Good wow. Lord. Kevin these guys started are getting off the, at number one. But these guys are getting the scripts. They are. Ryan... Where the fuck are we? Evan, Christian. There we are. 18th place. Okay. All right. Dang. 110. I was proud of that until I saw 120, 120, 130. Anybody get, uh, anybody get 160? No? Okay. Time to pick. Oof. Fuck. This, this is like probably a tough one right away. Jags, Jets. Yeah, I mean, it, it, how tough is it, though? I think it's the Jags. Ooh. They uh, just playing Zach Wilson again? Yeah. Okay. I'll Zach Wilson's that. getting the start. It's the battle of the number one and number two quarterback. Uh, yeah. In 2021. Trevor Lawrence is on such a better trajectory right now than Zach Wilson. <clears throat> yeah, he's on fire. Zach Wilson, uh, not as much. No. All right, Bills, Bears, 98% taking the Bills. That's a lot for a Bears team that put up a fight against the Eagles. I yeah. They don't have anything to play for, but. Yeah, this would be, um, this would obviously be a major upset, um, but I'm not, I'm not going to pick them, but I, I think the Bears will give us an entertaining game. And, yeah, um, I think that'll two, be. Two of the great mobile quarterbacks in the mm -hmm. game. Yeah. Josh Allen and Trevor Simeon. Yep. All right. <laughs> Saints Browns. Don't give a shit. Don't care. This has got to be one of the James and Deshaun Watson on a field together. Great. Winston and Watson. Yeah, I don't well, I don't think Winston's starting, but he's oh. it sounds like a that sounds like a fun uh like detective show. Yeah. Winston and Watson. So both so of people, the so people are, are investigating them. sexual assaulters. So <laughs> they're the ones under investigation. <laughs> yeah. Dang. I think I'm gonna take the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? They played. You know. I, hard to 
gauge a victory over Desmond Ritter and the Falcons, but yeah. yeah. Ooh, wow. Just 6% going with the Texans after they almost beat the Chiefs and almost beat the Cowboys. No respect for Houston. Wow. And Tannehill's lost, what, four in a row? Is he hurt? I think he is. No banged up? He, yeah, there's no like final say on this one, but um, at this point, like, like why the would the Titans? I mean, like, they're still in the playoff hunt because of their division. I don't know if you're if I'm hmm, Mike Vrabel's no sucker though, man. He's always gonna play to win. He, ain't, but if I were doing it, I'd be playing Malik Willis and willing to miss the playoffs this year to go through some of the the bumps and bruises of trying to learn the position. Yeah. I think, I think with Vrabel is his job safe. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think I would go with Malik Willis. Damn. See what you have. All right. Did you see him <laughs> tell the reporter that his question was long and dumb? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. He was, he said something like, uh, uh, okay. My answer will be short compared to that very long and dumb question that you just asked. It's like, it like there's like weird tension between reporters and uh, like coaches and players right now. Yeah, it's that time of season. It is, yeah. They just get tired of each other. Yeah. Wow, look at this. The Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks dream season really in the oh, tank right now. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Wow. Wow. Man, this is a game where I wish both teams could lose. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I think it'll be the Kansas City Chiefs who win this game. I think the Seahawks are going to win, but I'll take the Chiefs. Vikings, Giants. Ooh, I like the Vikings. You like the Vikings? I do. Yeah, I do. All right. Bengals, Patriots. Wow. That feels, feels like right. these teams played last week, but they just played Tom Brady. So, um, give me yeah, the, true. Uh, the Bengals are hot. Uh, the Patriots are coming off of just the stupidest loss. Oh my god! Ever uh, of all time. It's so funny that it's them too. I can't even. Yeah. I can't. I'm still happy about how they lost. And I don't even care as to the Raiders. You know what I mean? No. Like, no. Um, just one of the funniest plays ever. It's been talked about ad nauseum, obviously, but um, you give me the Bengals. Yeah, I like Cincy. Hopefully, they can get Trey Hendrickson back soon. Yeah. All right. Him, get him and Sam Hubbard going again. Yeah, Hubbard's gonna miss some time. <clears throat> Well, 87% taking the Lions over the Panthers. I tend to agree. Uh, is this a trap game? Could be. I mean, I was a little worried about Detroit facing the Jets. Um, I think that was probably more the must-win game for them. Uh, I don't Oh, man. No, it's not a trap game. Okay. I'm all in on the Lions. I can't pull back now. I thought last week would kind of be a trap game for the Lions, and they gutted it out. Got close. Dude, I mean, the Jets' defense is just it's no a, joke. Yeah, it's they, tough. They slow down everyone. Okay. Ooh. Is, is Lamar Jackson coming back yet? I don't know yet. I Let's would see. take the Ravens either way, though. 
He is out of practice at the moment. Damn. All right. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens too. Wasn't just the the it's like the Falcons had no actual plan for Desmond Ritter. It was like, let's do let's try to win this game without utilizing any of his strengths. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure like what his strengths are at this point. And that's not like a knock on him necessarily. I just I don't know what he does well. Well, the Falcons should know. They should know. Yeah. Wow. Washington. This is a good game. I thought so too. Grossi tried to put the kibosh on that for me, but. What does he know? I don't know. And he's been hyping up the commanders all year. Well, it was because I had the, I ranked the 49 or so low in the power rankings, but. Um, I called the Washington, like uh, the poor man's 49ers right now. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. They've got a great defensive front and. Yeah. um just playing anybody at quarterback and making it work. Yeah. I like the Niners, though. Yeah. But we might see some of the first cracks in Brock Purdy in this game. Yeah, it's a actual, like, tough test. Yeah, for, because for Purdy. And we've talked about this several times. Once the quarterback's played, like, two games, that's enough for defensive coordinators to kind of get a, a good beat on how to game plan for them. So we'll see. Very true. Ooh, man, I this game. I don't care if it's government. How, how is this Eagles not the primetime game? By a billion. Don't know. I mean, I know why. I guess, but um, because... yeah. Why wasn't this flexed out? Why were they? Well, well it's because Saturday. it's oh, the... these are Saturday. Uh, no, because they're treating Saturday like it's a Sunday. So they have yeah, Saturday night and football. they've been hyping up this matchup as uh, the immaculate reception, the fiftieth yeah. year, <clears throat> and uh, Franco Harris. We learned passed away this morning. Uh, yeah, seventy two. Um, also very very sad. <clears throat> he was the guy who scored on the immaculate reception, uh, obviously. Yeah. So just kind of very strange, you know, timing I mean. there. Um. So a game will mean a little bit more, and I guess that's why they're playing it on, on Saturday night. But uh, I don't know. Not a game I'm like particularly looking forward to. I don't no. think the Steelers are a very easy watch. <clears throat> nope. They're kind of like Denver. A little bit. A little bit. What do you think, Raiders or Steelers? God. I'll let you make the pick. I guess we'll... yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers, actually. Yeah, it feels like the kind of game the Raiders will lose. <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve uh, Steelers victory. All right. Dolphins Packers, just 19% of the people taking Green Bay on Christmas Day, 11 a.m. I like the Dolphins, too. They did lose to the Bills, but they played them the right way. They, they did. They need to bring that same energy against Green Bay because I think Green Bay is – they're kind of like Denver. They're finally clicking a little bit, and uh, I would be a little nervous about playing them, but come on, Mike McDaniel. Please, please, just keep winning, baby. I fucking root for him so hard. <laughs> I know. I, I, I like him too. <clears throat> he, Yeah, I, I was impressed, actually, like you said, uh, against the Bills. 
Um, yeah. They just they, they they got those dogs in them. I will they say do. That. They they hit their every team. I feel like every good team hits a slump. Yeah. The Dolphins hit it. They played like the 49ers, really good team. Uh, they played the Chargers. There's no excuse there. But yeah, uh, the Chargers, come on. Yeah. I like how they bounce back, even though the final score, they got Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah. Final four games. Final two games. Ah, oh, damn it. All right. Broncos over Rams. Yep. Fuck them. Uh, oof. Dang, man. I want to pick against Tampa because they're not good, but we saw how bad the Cardinals are, and their quarterback situation is dire. Yep, uh, they're starting Trace McSorley. They cut Carson Strong for James Morgan. Um, so fuck them. Uh, I'm cursing them for the rest of the season. You heard it here first. They won't make the playoffs. And Cliff Kingsbury will be fired. Rightfully so. Going out on a limb. And, yeah, I'll take the Chargers over the Colts. Although the Colts are starting old Nicky Foles. Yeah. You think the Colts get a win with Nick Foles? Uh, no. Okay. I feel like I've picked against the Chargers the last two weeks and uh, yeah, Price. No, I, Chargers are playing better. Uh, we should give them credit for that. Not great still, but a little better. They're still going to miss the playoffs, I feel. Oh, <laughs> my God. They're, they will find a way. They will find a They're way. They're going to lose to the Broncos next week. That's what's going to happen. Almost definitely. All right. We get all our picks. Hell yeah. That's it. We did it. Podcast done. Everybody's done. Let's get that. Let's get out of here. Enjoy your Christmas, your holiday. Uh, no simulation again this week. We, we burnt out on them. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll get one more in before the season. I appreciate everybody watch those, but not <laughs> enough time in the days anymore. No, we got, we got Christmas Eve. Or the, I guess... Saturday's Christmas Eve, but yeah. the eve of Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's an important we got day. some stuff we're doing. So right. appreciate y'all. We'll see you next week. I should be live during the Broncos game, but definitely really? won't have a recap. Yeah. Good night. Good luck. Hey, you know what time it is. DraftKings Sportsbook time. Who? is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost uh, with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I like to do uh, parlays when watching my football team taking the under on any yardage total and the under on any anytime touchdown scorer. That's just me and my team, though. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.